how are you doing uh not good i'm like really tired oh yeah long night eh yeah i was up all night catching frogs what why were you catching frogs well like once you catch one you can't really stop it's riveting stuff (laughs) hi guys (laughs) well hi guys Hi guys, welcome to the Just Roommates podcast. It's me, as per usual, Gerard, and unusually today, this week, we have Mitchell. Hello! (laughs) We're back. We skipped a week. That's okay. Yep. Whoops. Sorry. Eh. Sometimes, you know, you're just really busy. Yep. Moving, because we're moving. We are moving. We're getting a new roommate. Surprise. (laughs) So, stay tuned for that one. Yep. So, Gerard, you've been... um, talking about these energy drinks Mm -hmm. for like two weeks now because we skipped a week yep so i I did plan ahead Uh uh-huh he's prepared he actually prepared something for this and then we skipped a week yep but what i have for us is something i found at the grocery store right the other week and i wrapped them up so that you wouldn't see them if you did you you would peek what are they? These are hemp energy drinks. Oh, I've had those. Have you now? Yeah, they're not good. Well, I didn't think they would be. Have you tried all of the flavors? No, I didn't know there was... I had like a sip of one, and I remember not liking energy drinks. So, are you feeling mango, frambrose, or green? I'll take raspberry. Okay. That's frambrose. I don't think that's how you... There's no R in it at the end. You put one in. Oh, it's wow. not frambrose. It's probably frambois. Well, I don't want to say frambois. Well, there, you put an R at the end. There's no R in it. Well, it's okay. Isn't it just like a marketing thing? I don't know. I'm pretty sure if you read the can, it says like, there's no weed in this. It's just for fun. Haha, <laughs> lol. Well, it's definitely not like active weed in here. Well, let me just read the ingredients. Like we're not about to get fucked up, but there's caffeine... Oh, hemp seed extract. Okay, so it does actually have hemp in it. No narcotic effect. NTHC free. I like <laughs> have to say that because I know some dumbass thinks it gets them high. <laughs> oh, well, mine's pretty raspberry Mine's kind of orangey. Shouldn't it taste like mango? That's what I meant. You know what? The it's not that bad. Let's switch. Mine's not that bad either. Hey, this one's really good. Yeah, this one's not bad. Okay. Which one do you want? Well, I'll take the mango since I opened that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought they were going to be really bad. Yeah, I did too, actually. Maybe the green one's one. bad. Yeah, we're going to try the green one. Now. What flavor is it? Green. Does it not have a flavor? It does, but it's hidden, and I don't remember where it's written on the can. Hold on. Hemp energy drink, no narcotic effect, some French words. I like that you saw this, and you're like, I know who would enjoy drinking these. <laughs> There's no flavor. Let's see. Maybe it's got, like, apple extract or some shit. They're made in Austria, though. Really? Mm. Imported from Austria. No, it doesn't have any flavoring. It's just sugar, citric acid, and and hemp extract. So maybe this one's gross. We should try it. I don't want to. No, I'll try it. We're here. Okay, okay. Oh, this one just tastes like a Red Bull. Really? Yeah, it just tastes like a Red Bull. So they must, like, make a thousand gallons of this stuff. And sprinkle some hemp seeds on top and be like, yep, it's hemp drink. Hemp seed extract, which might already be in energy drinks. We don't know. That's true, actually. I kind of like it, though. But I like Red Bull. I don't like Red Bull. That's pretty gross. I wonder if it is Red Bull. Is Red Bull made in Austria? 
What if it's just Red Bull that's been marketed towards stoners or something? I mean, it's the same can. It is the exact same size and shape. And it even has the same pulley tab. Yeah, actually, these are probably just Red Bull. <laughs> it's just Red Bull. Well, guys, I've invented Red Bull. You're welcome. Let me just look up who makes Red Bull. Oh, my God, Gerard. It's the same company. Gerard, it's the exact same company. So it's definitely Red Bull. Then. Red Bull's Austrian. Wow. Yeah. I guess they kind of taste Austrian. Do they? Mm. I would disagree. Like, they're good, but they have the potential to destroy millions. You know what I mean? Energy drinks? Red Bull. What? What do you mean, destroy millions? Because they're really bad for you. And a lot of people drink them. I don't. I think it's just a Red Bull. It's a can of Red Bull. Does it cost more than Red Bull? Mm-hmm. Really? It's it probably Actually, exactly the same. You know what? I think it's cheaper. Probably because no one wants to buy it. Mm. Yeah, because these were like two bucks a can. And I usually pay like four or five bucks a can for my Red Bull. So it's cheaper to buy it in a green can. Do you know why it's cheaper? Why? It's because it's just like, it's just the Red Bull stuff, which they're already making. But they don't market this, so you don't pay the the fucking extra little money to have it marketed to you. They just hmm. put it on the shelf, and they're like, some idiot will buy it. Well, they do market it, though. But they market it to, like, an unusual energy drink market. Yeah, it's just, I, I highly doubt that there's two fucking energy drink. It doesn't expressly say that they're the same company, because I didn't research it very well. Mm-hmm. But I highly doubt that there are two energy drink manufacturers in austria that create a drink that tastes like red bull Mm -hmm. that makes sense so my assumption is is that red bull already has hemp extract in it (laughs) fuck i should have brought red bull to taste it's exactly the same it tastes exactly the same except this mango one's really good well yeah that's because they put like flavors in it yeah well i've got my energy drink in me and now i'm full of energy indeed would you like to hear an energetic roommate story? I would. Okay. But only if you tell it to me quickly. Quickly? Yep. Okay. This is already wrong. Here we go. It's like I'm having a stroke. I have two. Okay. There's okay. a short one about a drunk and a long one about three people in a condo. Which one would you like to hear? Let's go with the drunk. The drunk? Okay, this is a short one. Okay. So, you know, buckle up or whatever. This story comes from Anonymous, and they had a townhouse. Um, And I don't know how many people lived in the townhouse, but there were at least two people. Our girl and one other lady. Our girl. Yeah. So, uh, our girl and her roommate, they went out drinking one night, and they got a little sloshed. Quite fucked. Mm Mm-hmm. Extremely. Positively destroyed. So, they get home at, like, I don't know, three o'clock. In right. the morning or whatever. Right. And uh, the one girl just fucking passes out on the floor. <laughs> and then <laughs> she's just there. And she's like still kind of conscious. And she looks up at her roommate and she goes, I can't move, but I'm about to throw up. Oh, no. So our girl, drunk but thinking quickly, grabs her by the ponytail <laughs> and drags her across the floor and just plops her head on the side of their cat's litter box (laughs) (laughs) and she's like okay see ya and then she went to bed (laughs) (laughs) 
they ended up, I guess, throwing it away because it was full and kind of gross. And the oh. their floor roommate was not very happy because she had cat shit <laughs> on her face in the morning when she woke up. Because <laughs> she threw up and then didn't move for like six hours. Oh, jeez. She just like rested her head on the vomit-filled <laughs> litter box all night. I am proud of her, though. Like, for quick thinking, yeah, it's pretty solid. I mean, when you're drunk, problem-solving um, becomes difficult, I guess you could say. I don't think it's difficult. I think problem solving gets easier, but problems get worse. You wind up with sense. worse problems, but yes. you can still solve them. Yeah. I think it's because when you're drunk, you don't really think about the consequences. So no, it's exactly. like, well, I can solve this problem now. And then you just do. And you just do it. And then tomorrow you're like, ah, I should have done something else. <laughs> like dragged her to the bathroom. <laughs> I probably would have kicked her outside. <laughs> like, just go outside. I probably would have just moved the kitty litter box closer. I Yeah, I guess. Because I definitely think that I would see the kitty litter and her head and make the connection. But I don't know if I would immediately jump to the ponytail drag. Well, like if That might be a little high tier for me. Well, she was probably like leaning down next to her and she's like, I'm going to throw up. And she's like, don't worry. <laughs> I'll save our carpets. And just grabs <laughs> her by the fucking ponytail and drags her across the room. Jesus. I need your help. I'm going to throw up. Be like, don't worry. I got you. I'll help. And then shoves your head over a shit-filled box and tells you to throw up in it. <laughs> and then leaves. It's like, okay, see ya. Good luck. Don't knock it over or nothing. Ooh, that would be rough. Knocking over, like, the vomit-filled cat box. I think waking up and not remembering how you got there and then slowly remembering and being like, oh, fuck, I was going to throw up. Oh, fuck, I did throw up. <laughs> and I think I was dragged by the hair, and you would slowly remember in parts of the misery. You Have know? you ever been blackout drunk? Yes. Really? Oh, yes. What's that like? Not good. Really? Do you, like, hear about what you did? You hear about what you did, you go down hard, and then you just sort of keep learning stuff over the course of the next couple of months. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I've never been, like, um, blackout drunk. Really? Obviously, I do st stupid stuff when I drink, but I do that anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I've never been like, like lost a whole night. Like I have no idea what happened. Usually, like I don't remember everything because who fucking does? Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh, do you remember last night? I'd be like, yeah, I drank a half bottle of whiskey or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know played frisbee and threw out my shoulder. <laughs> That's what I did last night. Yeah, I remember. The worst night I ever had, I woke up down the street from my dad's house at someone's house who I've never, who I'd never been to before. And then as what? I just, well, I woke up in a friend of mine's basement, but we weren't like really close and I'd never oh, been so to his house before. you were in a before. stranger's house. So I was in a stranger's basement. Right. And I just sort of woke up and just kind of left. And had to figure out how to get home. But then, like, it was a work party, so people that I worked with. Oh, okay. And so each shift, when I went in and worked with a different person, I would learn some other dumb thing that I did. And it turns out I went to a lot of different people's houses. Really? Mm-hmm. You just, like, went around the city? I basically, yeah, I just toured. <laughs> wow, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I broke a lot of shit. <laughs> that sounds like you. Yep. Yeah, you ever do that thing where you wake up, like, you're the first one up after a party, and you're like, 
I'm not waiting for these people. I'm going home right now. Yep. I've done that before. One time I was at my friend's house and he lived like, um, he was in like a community over from where I lived. And I was like, fuck it. It's like an hour and a half. I'll just walk home. So I did, <laughs> at like five o'clock in the morning, I get up because no one else was up. I was like, I'm just going to go home. And I put on my jacket and obviously I was fucking hung over and I just was walking I went to like a 24-hour A&W and like got a like a breakfast sandwich and just ate it on my walk home and listened to music. That actually wouldn't be so bad. I you know what? I didn't even go to bed. Really? I just stayed up that late. The last person went to bed and I was like, I'm going home. And I walked home for like an hour and a half. I got home at like probably like six or seven o'clock and just went to bed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In the morning. All right. Woke I up. can respect that. Yeah. That would have been actually nice. I mean, I'm not privy to walking. In fact, I'm like pointedly opposed to it. And anyone who knows me will say such. Well, it was nice. Yeah. Because we were on like... I would walk that. It was quiet and it was a nice morning. Yeah. So I was like, eh, whatever. I'll just fucking walk home. Why not? Yeah. It's probably the only time I would willingly walk. I'm still pretty pissed, so... Yeah. That would help. Yeah. Yeah. The whole walking thing. I recently acquired... And by recently, I mean not that recently because we've been putting this off for a while. But I have acquired some toothpaste. Yeah. In tablet form. I've seen it. Yeah. I want to read to you some of, I guess, the labeling on the packaging, specifically the instructions on how to use them. Crush one tablet in mouth. Experience effervescent fizzling and foaming. <laughs> Brush <Effervescent>. normally. <laughs> I just, I don't think that it Wait, needed, that's it? That's it. You've that's had that bottle for like six fucking months, dude. Yep. And this is the first time you've ever gotten around to reading it to me? Yep. <laughs> Effervescent. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, they know who they're marketing to, right? Yeah. It's, it's like white people and anthropology. It definitely is. Yeah. Like you go to anthropology and that's like sitting on one of the shelves and it's like, ooh, what's this? And it's like, oh, it's toothpaste. But yeah. it comes in a... You chew it like gum, and they're like, hmm. "Ah, I'll buy a bottle. This is a great. That's like a that's like a stocking stuffer." Yeah, it's good for the the world because it's not animal tested. It's plastic free. It's vegan, gluten free. Isn't toothpaste all of those things? Well, yeah, but they have a little logo like a a warning thing here. What the hell kind whatever? of toothpaste has gluten? I don't know. Maybe it helps bind it together. I don't know. But they specifically ask you not to give it to pets. Yeah, you should never give human toothpaste to pets. I don't know why you would anyway, though. Like, that's just not something that I would normally do, but they got a little logo. Well, they here. make pet toothpaste that doesn't have fluoride in it. Because a lot of people don't take care of their pet's teeth. I've never taken care of my pet's teeth, and they've never lost any teeth or had any issues. Right, but that doesn't mean that they're not... You don't have to not take care of their teeth. Why would their teeth be different than our teeth? I guess. It's just they have a very controlled diet that's low in sugar. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Ours is not because I'm drinking a Red Bull at 1030. That's true. But, like, I, I pointedly refuse to brush my animal's teeth. You ever seen, I saw this video of a dude flossing his cat's teeth. Jesus. The cat was so into it. He like he's like come here and and the cat like runs over and he pulls out the floss and it like starts wiggling and it's standing in front of him. He's like, "Okay." And he gets a big thing of, of floss 
and like holds it between his two hands and then the cat just goes up and like bites the toothpaste or the the floss over and over again <laughs> and he's like putting it in between his teeth and it's just like gang, 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 gang. and he's like flossing its teeth I fucking loved it <laughs> okay it was weird that's kind of cool it made a weird sound oh, i bet it did because it would like, like the twang because yeah because it would because the the cat's teeth are like really long right, right? so it, when the cat moved its head it would like twang the toothpaste yeah it would like twang the the floss every time he, he got one so it'd be like twang 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 and the cat was so into it it just sat there and let him probably do it probably like the noise but probably you could put like multiple and play like smoke on the water you have it like different lengths and you yeah. play a song with your cat's teeth <laughs> Twang, 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 twang. It wouldn't be that hard. It would be incredibly difficult. <laughs> <laughs> You'd need a really cooperative cat. What kind of pitch control can you get out of a cat's mouth? I don't know. We're going to have to do some research. Can cats sing? Yes. Are there animals that can sing? Yes. Like we can? Birds. Can't really sing. Mm, they're pretty vocal. They're like They can yell, but they don't know how to sing. They don't have, like they can't sing notes on purpose they just do whatever i think there are some species that can i know there are a lot of monkeys that can like howler monkeys are pretty impressive again that that's way. just yelling that's not singing anyone can yell because if, you've, seen, if you've ever seen a bird like dance and sing to music they're always off beat and key because they <laughs> they just go like ah <laughs> and like jump around randomly You're like yeah he's dancing i guess dolphins and whales sing okay well they make different notes notes to express different emotions and feelings and ideas again that's not singing they're speaking to one another in songful tunes okay it's not exactly what i mean by singing but it's pretty close like we're dealing with nature here i think they are the closest but it's not really what i mean like i just don't think you're gonna find like a monkey somewhere in the middle of africa who's singing like adele so you just gonna have to lower your bar. No, it doesn't a have bit. to be that good. I just want to know: is there an animal out there that could serenade me? Oh, that's mm. just randomly screaming, and it happens to sound nice. I wanted to do it on purpose. A tiger could pee on you. That already happened. Oh yeah. And I said serenade, not missed liberally. <laughs> Hold on, let me delve into my wealth of animal knowledge. I think whales and dolphins are the closest. I think so. But I don't really think they can sing. I think they're just talking, and it sounds yeah. song-like. Um, according to my documentary that I watched about mermaids, mermaids can sing. Okay, well, did you hear the recording? <clears throat> it was not very good. Did it sound like singing, or did it sound like random noises? definitely sounded more like singing than the dolphins. But maybe it's those fucking it's the squids that can sing. It's the squids. Squids can sing. Maybe that's it. So you can be serenaded by a squid. Just trying to think of an animal. Yeah. They have lots of squid babies. Sometimes dogs try to sing, but they're just randomly yelling. Yeah. It takes a lot of intelligence to sing. Well, to understand music and rhythm. You know that there was like a huge program in like the 40s or something where they tried to keep uh, make chimpanzees learn to speak. But then they were like, hey, so it turns out that chimpanzees just do not have the right 
um, parts to speak. They can only grunt. And they're like, oh, well, that was a waste of 10 years. <laughs> and they didn't find out till after they started. <laughs> they're like, well, we'll just raise them from babies and only teach them English. And he's like, okay. But then they like get into it and they're like, hey, so here's the thing is they're missing vocal cords. So they can really only yell at us. You did, they didn't check that first? No. No, they did not. Wow. They're just like, fuck it. Let's try. <laughs> and then they're like, right, so it turns out no, we never would have done it. But they can learn sign language. Yeah, I've heard that. Kind of. Well, yeah, they're not great at it, but it's pretty cool to converse with another species. It is cool, yeah. It's like, you know, like when you were a kid, you ever watched Dr. Doolittle? Not personally, but I think I'm familiar with the idea that you're going to present. Well, he could talk to animals. Well, that's kind of what I meant. Yeah, but well. Dr. Doolittle, yeah, he just, like, talked to animals. I think that would be, like, the coolest thing ever. I'd love to talk be. to, like, a parrot, but I think parrots just randomly say words, too. Yeah. Wasn't there one parrot who could talk? He, like, uh, asked a question? Yeah, I think so. But you know probably about as much about it as I do, which is not much. Well, I know that his name was Alex, and he was a gray parrot. Okay, so maybe you know more than I do. I don't know if he's alive still, but chances are likely... They live for a long fucking time. Yeah, they do. Like, parrots don't die. Well, they, eventually they will. <clears throat> yeah, but after like a million years. Too bad They're turtles like are so dumb. Yeah, because they live for aeons. They do, yeah, like 200 years. Yeah. There's this this thing I, I learned about where it was like animals with high intelligence also need long lifespans. Otherwise, there's no point. So, like, there's two opposite ends of the spectrum. There's the turtle or the tortoise, which is really friggin dumb but it lives a long time so it Mm -hmm. learns a lot of stuff but they're just not very smart right and then there's the octopus which is the opposite the longest an octopus has ever lived was like six years Hmm. but they're probably one of the most intelligent animals it's just that they're very hard to teach because you only get about five or six years (laughs) until they die of old age (laughs) so if octopuses lived longer they could uh, enslave humanity Oh, they definitely could, because they're incredibly intelligent. So many arms. They would have no problem soldering. Actually, they would have some problem soldering that I could think of, but they definitely... Yep. One or two problems problems with an octopus learning to solder, but they would definitely be good at it if they could learn. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Sentient, like, octopi just walking around and shit. I can imagine getting into your Uber, and it's Octodad. He's just flopping around. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like limbs everywhere. Well, they don't really have bones, so... Well, they don't have any bones at all because no, they're invertebrate. They do. They have a beak. Wow. It's less of a bone and more of cartilage. It's closer to a fingernail. No. Yes. It's not a fingernail material, beaks. It's beak material. Isn't that different? I don't think so. Pretty sure beaks are typically made of cartilage. Fingernails aren't made of cartilage. I'm pretty sure they are. No, that's your nose. No, wait. Sharks are made of cartilage. Fingernails are made of carotene. We should do more research. Which, actually, that might be what beaks are made of. You know what? It doesn't fucking matter because octopuses are still bad at living long. They are definitely bad at living long. They are cool, though. I would love a pet octopus. That would be dope. You could probably play with it. Yeah. They're hard to keep, though. They can live out of water, right? Yeah. Yeah, they get bored as shit. You'd have yeah. to have, like, a they whole... break out. They're incredibly good at it. Because they can think. With each arm, like each little bit of an octopus thinks and acts independently of itself. It's why they don't have a brain, but they are a brain. Ah. 
That's why they're so smart. So we'd have to get one. We'd have to have like a little jungle gym for it. Yeah. We could like come out of the water and cross a little rope bridge and go into a new tank. Yeah. I, it's kind of like the opposite of Star. It is the exact opposite animal. Yeah. Star just wants to sit there, chill out, and fuck up some bugs once a day. And if an we octopus, got a small enough octopus and a big enough praying mantis, we could make them fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would be hard. I bet you a praying mantis would absolutely eat an octopus. But oh, the octopus could fuck probably <clears throat> kill it because of its arms. Yeah. Because the octopus would be smart enough to fight back, unlike most bugs. Mm-hmm. And Star always eats them from the back. Yeah. But octopus doesn't have a back. No. But if the size difference was good enough... So if it was like a little little octopus, dude, like maybe two inches long. Like those ones you big. get in calamari. Exactly. Like the little boys. And then Star was fully grown. I think she could take it. Eat an octopus. Yeah. She'd definitely give her a go. Yeah. It might be hard for her to eat. Or extra delicious. Might be. See, yeah, it's either extra delicious or hard to eat because it's too gooey. I don't know. It could be both because she likes legs. Or leg joints. Yeah, but there aren't leg joints. They're just goo. Well, octopus is delicious. Fries. I'm sure it's good for But everyone. I wouldn't eat a bug. That's all I'm saying. Did you ever <laughs> I would eat an octopus, but not a bug. Did you ever hear the um, that theory where it's like um, uh, the animals that taste good are all herbivores because they're easier to kill? So evolutionarily, oh. um, we just eat the animals that are easier to kill. And so we like them more. So when you eat a predator animal, it's really gross. It doesn't taste very good because we're not used to eating them. <laughs> like in millions of years, we would eat a mammoth before we'd ever eat like a tiger. You ever that heard? makes sense. Yeah. I haven't heard it before, but it certainly sounds like it checks out. Well, because think about livestock animals, right? Right. Chickens seeds and bugs and stuff well i'm aware that there are no predator livestock animals like they would be hard to keep can That's you imagine true. just having like a big field filled with tigers just be like don't fucking go anywhere near that like yeah, you'll just yeah. die they're also harder to keep yeah which is one but that's part of it is because they are harder to keep we don't like eating them because mm-hmm. we've never done it before so they're kind of gross to us what's like the most common predator that we eat fish Funny thing is, it's the opposite with fish. The higher up on a food chain of fish is, usually the better it is. That's why swordfish is so fucking good. Well, it's better meat, I guess. Yep. And tuna. Tuna's a predator. Right? What? Swordfish? Predator fish are more fit than squiggly little sardines. That's true. I suppose. Actually, no. I don't know what kind of point you're trying to make. I don't know. I guess more meat. I don't know. I don't really because it's understand. a larger fish. Yeah. Okay. But we don't eat like whale shark or whales. Well, not anymore. I don't really because think anyone unethical. ever ate whales. We just harvested them for their fat. Mm, do people, people eat, eat whales? whales in Japan and China and that? They do. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. I don't actually know why they hunt whales. Yeah. Well, whale oil just isn't as valuable as it used to be because we have, like, more destructive and violent ways to acquire oil. We have regular oil. Yeah. That's what I mean. I've I've been doing some learning, actually. What kind of learning? Learning about traction control. On, car? <laughs> on okay, cars. Okay, okay. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
bite my tongue and not rant about traction control because I don't like traction control. This, this has been a long stupid. time coming. This is we were actually like several weeks ago. One of my relatives was like, "Hey, can you do me a favor and talk about traction control?" <laughs> on your podcast and i was like i don't really and then gerard was like yes we'll do it (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yes (laughs) yeah so here we are talking about traction control did you know that the first instance of traction control was released by toyota really they made one car that had a traction control system on it and it had never been done before and they released it and everyone was like that's kind of cool and then ignored it and then a couple of years later, Mercedes-Benz released it, and everyone was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. And the Swedish guy who worked for Mercedes-Benz, who invented real traction control, came up with it while he was in a ditch because he'd crashed. Really? Yeah. You know, I was going to say, actually, is I was surprised that Volvo didn't invent traction control, but they're Swedish. So yep. a Swedish guy invented it anyway. Yeah, he did. Because they invented the seatbelt, Volvo. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were going to patent it. And then they're like, actually, you know what? Fucking just take it for free. Who cares? Did you know that Sweden was also the first country to embrace traction control? Like, almost 100% of their population was driving cars with traction control over a year before any other country on earth had even considered legalizing it. Like, making it legally mandatory to have it or anything. Nobody had traction control, and Sweden, everyone had it. I mean, it makes sense, actually, considering where they live and their small population Mm -hmm. and relatively small country size. Do you know how they did it? Poor roads. I guess the roads aren't that bad, right? They're they're okay. They can't be good. They're not great. The weather's very cold, yeah. 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 Anyway, continue. (laughs) The way they convinced the country to do it, they just asked. Hey. The government released, like, a public or PR campaign or whatever and they were just like hey this shit's actually kind of cool and everyone was like okay 16 months later 58% of people in Sweden were driving cars with traction control that's actually ridiculous yeah that's and then crazy. they asked again and they basically just every year they asked for like 2-3 years and by 2008 97% of people in Sweden were driving cars with traction control wow yeah that's actually that's incredible how how quickly that happened. Yeah, and all they did was ask. Everyone else was like regulating it. Well, after they did that, everyone was like, "Oh, we need traction control." Well, the Swedish just asked. Fuck them. I'm surprised it didn't happen in Canada because if there was another country that needed it, well, Quebec was the second closest. That makes. They sense. were the first ones to legalize it, but they did it for dangerous goods. So vehicles transporting dangerous goods had to have traction control. Interesting. And then Canada didn't touch it again, traction control, for Doesn't several every, years. every car have traction control now? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's mandatory in, like, everything. Oh. Um, what is traction control? It is, a, at its very most basic setup, it uses sensors on the wheels to figure out how quickly they're turning, sensors on the steering wheel to figure out which direction you're trying to go, and um, a hydraulic regulator to the brakes, which just regulates engine power. And so if the vehicle figures out that you're slipping, it will reduce the amount of power being put to the wheels to let you just curve around the corner. It basically just slows you down. 
is what it does and stops you driving like a moron. This is just for people who don't know what to do exactly. when they slip. Which is most people. But can it can it not affect each wheel individually? They can now. Um, they I started with like one sensor on the front wheel and then just calculated the rest out. Now they sense all of the wheels and they'll regulate power to the outside wheels and stuff and they do all kinds of fancy stuff to it. But personally, my favorite kind of traction control is the second prototype of traction control. Okay. Because the gyroscope that they used came out of a fucking missile. Well, it must be good then, right? Yeah. (laughs) They really stepped up. So Buddy comes out of a ditch in Sweden and he's like, there has to be a better way. And he goes to the hobby shop and he buys an RC helicopter and he pulls a gyroscope out and he tries it and it doesn't really work. And he's like, we have to go bigger. And he buys a fucking missile. Like, I've got <laughs> an idea. Can you imagine that on your expense check at work? A gyroscope from a sidewinder? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, he's for drive. He's for safe. <laughs> That's, um. Have you ever seen those um, uh, missiles with optical tracking? Like where they see something and they go for it? Yeah. I didn't know they had done that yet. Oh, my God. They're called, like, I don't remember. Not Sidewinder. I think they're called Hellfire Missiles or something like that. And they have this clear glass um, shield at the front. And inside it is, like, a rudimentary eye. And it actively looks for targets while it's loaded in, like, the plane or the helicopter. So if you have a helicopter or a plane with these missiles mounted on it, you can see the warhead searching for targets. Like, it actually moves around and looks at stuff. I don't like that at all. It is really scary looking. It's just about the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's like a missile with an eye on it. Can you imagine doing, like, your pre-flight check on your helicopter? Missiles looking good. And you're just, like, you're going around and you're checking your oil temperature and, like, your water levels or whatever. I don't fucking know what they check in planes. And then you just look at your, your missile and it's looking at you. And you're like, no, it's not. It's not looking at me. And then you move to the other no, side it, of it the is, plane, though, it and then you look, is. and it's looking at you, and you're like, "Motherfucker, he's trying to get me." Well, because I think what happens is it'll ask what it should go for. But who is fire. it asking, right? So it's like, well, it's like you tell it, and it's like this one, and you're like, "Yeah, there it is." Do you see it? And they're like, "Oh, I got it." You want me to get it? And then you press fire, and that means go get it. And I would it like it if it had a little it. UI, like if like an anthropo. Like an anime missile. Yeah, like an anime missile, and it just pops up like with a hologram. This on is the... my waifu missile, Chan. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, can I get him? Can I get him? And you're like, yeah, go get him. And she goes and like fucks up some Al-Qaeda or some shit. <laughs> they're, they're actually really, you could probably look them up, but I don't remember what they're called exactly. But yeah, no, scary. I yeah, imagine the dude with the though. checklist going around. He's like sitting in the cockpit, and he's like, gauges are good. Pressure levels are good. He's like, oh. And he, like, goes out to check on the missile, and one of them's, like, the eye is hanging down. And he, like, knocks on the globe with his pencil, and it, like, wakes up. And he's like, yep, that's working good. <laughs> like, it fell asleep waiting to leave. <laughs> it's like, hello. Got things to blow up. Oh, man. Can you imagine programming that missile? Like, imagine being part of the team that's doing the programming, right? So you got the missile on the table and everyone's sort of working away and then like you're programming the bit where it asks and you're like, this has to work or it's just a killing machine. It's just a big metal serial killer unless it does this. It'll just kill whatever it looks at if I don't fix this part. 
It must have been to to work on it. Must have been very exciting, but to finish it must have been very scary. Probably kind of like the atomic bombs and shit. Yeah, like, like that must have been the, the U.S. government shit. shows up and they're like, "Hey, we need you to build like a missile that can look at something and then go blow it up." And you're like, "That sounds fucking sweet." And then you build it and it's looking at you and you're like, "I shouldn't have built this." It was like a very Frankenstein moment. Yeah, actually, where you're like, "This was a mistake." And then, like, the intern across the ways is, like, sitting there with, like, missile challenge. He's got a leg spread, and he was like, this was not. <laughs> this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's an actual missile chain somewhere in, like, a, a holding cell at Area 51? <laughs> at Area 51? That's in a couple of days. I hope people go. It'll be so fucking funny. It would. Especially if Missile Chan came out and fucked them all up. Missile Chan? Be like, release Missile Chan. <laughs> so, like, all of those morons show up, and they all get blown up by Missile Chan, and one guy films it, and it gets out. And then, like, a month later, all of the weebs come back <laughs> together. Like, where is she? <laughs> My waifu. My wife. Wait, was it? What did you want to say about traction control? Was that it? You just wanted to talk about how it worked. It was invented in Urgeplog. Is that in Germany? No, it's in Sweden. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it is a Swedish invention. I guess so. That the I, Germans bankrolled. Yeah, I, I mean, the first car to have it was made by Toyota. I don't really understand, to be totally honest. But the first car with traction control was made. By Toyota. Right. And then a Swedish four guy years also later, invented it? Yeah. And then four years later, Mercedes invented it with their pet Swedish guy in a ditch. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. Maybe they both invented it at the same time. And Toyota was like, this is a dumb idea. Because it doesn't snow a lot in Japan. It does. It snows. It snows in Japan, but it doesn't snow a lot. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe Toyota invented it, and they're like, it just doesn't snow enough. doesn't really help us, does yeah, it? Not really. Throw not really that good. And then the Swedish people were like, wow, there is a lot of snow. That's true. The thing is, though, is the countries where it would be most beneficial have the lowest populations. That's because they're fucking miserable places to live. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is It's like a, a product that is needed but doesn't sell well. Yeah. I but could, could they, not buy, think they have to buy cars, right? Yeah. Because... But it's uh, a, a more limited market. Oh, definitely. Because, like, Americans, as an example, some of them do need it, but there are significantly more that don't need it. Yeah. So it's a limited market. But yeah. then they're like, oh, we'll just sell it to fucking everybody anyway. They don't get a choice anymore. Yeah, exactly. And they, they like feeling safe. Does but it work in the rain? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. maybe that's kind of useful. Mm -hmm. I was watching... To do research on this, I watched a little video by some Australian dude. And he went to Sweden to meet the guy who invented it. And they drove from Arjaplog down 300 kilometers south. Is that south. how you pronounce it? Yeah, well, that's how he pronounced it. Okay. 300 kilometers south, which is really not that far, right? 300 kilometers, that's like that's Edmonton. to Edmonton, yeah. Yeah, which would take me it's two a and a half, yeah, short three, three hours. Hour trip, right. yeah. It took them six hours. What? Because the roads were so bad and so icy. In Sweden? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, actually. But they were driving... It's like going through the mountains. 
Yeah. It's like, so it's, you know, 500 kilometers, but I'll be there in 12 hours. Except that it's flat and the roads are just filled with trucks. What? And ice. Trucks? Yeah. Just like... Well, the only vehicles that go from one city to another in Sweden are trucks. Nobody drives? There's nothing to see. Do they just take trains? I don't know what they do. I don't think they move a lot. I think they just stay because it takes six hours to go to Edmonton. Hmm. I, I know someone in Sweden. Maybe I'll ask him what it's like yeah. to drive around. One of my friends also went to Sweden fairly recently. Oh, well, I think they took know. a train the whole time. Yeah. Like all the way up. Well, Europe has really good transit. Like they make us all look bad. They do. They got it figured out. Japan's got it even more figured out. Yeah. I want a big train. Not that I'd ever take it, but it'd be cool to have. It definitely would. That's why they don't build it, because no one would ever take it. We all have cars. Yeah. Like, why would I pay it? I guess it would be cheaper if it's like a hundred mm-hmm. bucks. Then you could save gas to go to Toronto. Yeah. Or whatever. That's how I would do it. It'd be cheaper than a plane and quicker. More fun, you know. Yeah. You get the novelty of it. There's not much to see until you get to yeah. Ontario from here, but <laughs> it's just flat. Yeah. It'd be really quick though, because it'd be nothing in your way. Yeah, it'd be so easy to build because it's flat. Yeah, like why total they built elevation the railroad change. Last time. <laughs> the elevation change would be like thirty meters. Yeah, from one end to the other. Yeah, It'd be incredible. It might be quite a bit actually, because Calgary's quite high. No, we are high. Yeah, so we'd come down a lot, just very slowly, about a thousand feet. Yeah, is that where we are? Eleven hundred feet, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, speaking of bullet trains and that, I was recently reading up on China. And apparently, they want they build a bus station a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And then they realize that the spot where they built the bus station is in the way of where they want to build their brand new fucking bullet trains. Like, they have so much money over there. It's ridiculous. So, they dig out underneath the bus station, put them on custom manufactured and de- engineered jacks specifically for this job. And rotate it 90 degrees and move it out of the way. That's kind of cool, though. That's incredible. I maybe, wish we did more stuff like that. Maybe they were thinking, they're like, well, you know what? We got a lot of buildings. So why don't we just make a system that lets us move them? And we'll try it on our <laughs> shitty bus station and make sure it works. Apparently it did. I don't know how it's cheaper. Actually, I do. Because it's China. And labor is not expensive. <laughs> Materials are more expensive than yeah. people. So they just... Bought some rails, bought some jacks, and with the money saved, they just hired some fucking... They built the bullet train line. (laughs) (laughs) Built the bullet train line and bought some shovels. Yeah. But it might... In in a place like China where um, the urban areas are so densely packed, it might be a smart idea to invest in a way to move buildings without destroying them. Probably. So... It's one of the biggest buildings ever moved. It was like... Really? Yeah. Well, it's a good start, I guess. Then. Yeah. It was fucking like 500,000 tons or some shit. Like, it was fucking math. Like, it's a bus it's, station. It was pretty big. It took them like a long ass time. Yeah. It's a three-story bus storage facility. Three stories? Yeah. Wait, storage facility? Pretty well. That's what a bus depot is. I thought it was like a bus, like, s- stop. Where no, 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 no. Not a bus stop. Like a bus depot. Like a distribution area. Yeah. But just for buses. Just for buses. I thought it was like a civilian thing where they like hang out. Well, I'm sure there's spaces for that, but that's what it that, that's what it's for. It's a bus hub. Oh. It's why the bullet train 
needs to go through there because it's a central transport it needs hub. to be near the bus thing yeah okay well that's gonna do it for us this week i forgot to tell my other roommate story i forgot to tell both <laughs> my roommate story it's too late we talked about traction control and the other thing for too long um thank you all so much for listening if you want to keep up with me and gerard he can be found on instagram at the better roommate roommate is spelled wrong there's only one m I can be found on Twitter at the Icy Diver, which is T H E I C Y D I V E R. Um, if you have any roommate stories or things that you want us to talk about on the show, please send them to our email, which is just roommates at gmail.com. Roommates is also spelt wrong there. There's only one M. Just a special thanks to our artist Envy for the album art that you see on every episode. You can check them out on Etsy. That's E N N B on Etsy. And I think that's going to do it for us this week. So we will see you guys next time.